0: I'm a 911 operator, and I just had the most terrifying call. Written by Ashvik V. Bearing this job is kind of a burden, because I get calls every day, and sometimes it's just stressful. However, last week has been busy. There have been numerous UFO sightings here in Michigan, and people have been saying weird things that have been occurring, such as humanoids standing behind trees and just observing. I've always believed that these things were just conspiracies started by madmen and probably even the government, just to get people's minds off the government's response to the pandemic. At least that's what I thought. Until now now whatever i'm about to tell you it's going to sound batshit crazy but i swear that it's true i was sitting on my chair relaxing to some chips because i didn't have time for dinner each bite of the chip made an echoing noise through the building as i slowly devoured it listening to the rain outside. Most of my colleagues had already left, and I was alone in the building. It was pretty dark outside, and the only thing that illuminated the surroundings was the bright moon and street poles. The day was less busy than usual, and I barely received any calls. I was finally at relief that all the shit that was going on in the town was over until the phone began ringing. I quickly answered it, putting my chips down. 911, what's your emergency? Hi, um, I think there are some people robbing my neighbor's house. I just saw some people break open the door and I think they're looting his place. Alright, sir. Can you please tell me your address? Yeah, sure, of course. He proceeded to tell me his address calmly, despite the ongoing robbery next door. Thank you, sir. The police will arrive soon. Please stay on the line until then. Alright. Is your neighbor all right, or, well, he's on vacation, so there's no one in the house. All right, sir. Can you describe what the robbers are doing? Yeah, one sec. I listened closely to the noise from his phone, but I couldn't make out anything apart from the occasional loud breathing of the caller. They're, uh, they're just walking around, I guess. Sort of seems like they're searching for something, but can't find it. All right, sir. Try to stay low so they don't see you. Yeah, uh. Wait. They're leaving the house. A few seconds passed by until I heard his voice again. Four of them. Yeah, Yeah, four. It's four. Can you describe their appearance? One sec. Let me get closer. I heard the caller shuffling through his house probably going to a nearby window with a better view. Uh, they look off. Sir, can you be a bit more descriptive than off? Well, I mean, they're tall. All of them at least 6'8 or something. Alright, that's a start. What are they doing right now? My heart began to pound. How the fuck is someone 6-8? I knew something was wrong from the way the situation sounded, but I tried to remain as calm as possible. They're saying something to each other. I can hear them murmuring, but I, I don't think they're talking in English. Alright, just try to keep an eye on them and- Shit! I think they're coming this way! Oh shit! They're coming towards my house! Sir, can you please check all your doors and windows and make sure they're all locked?" adrenaline began to hit. What the fuck was I going to do? I'm just sitting here, trying to help the guy till the cops get there. Sir? He didn't respond. Sir, are you with—yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Are all your windows and doors locked? Can you confirm that there is no point of entry for the intruders? Yeah everything is closed i don't think they can get in all right sir now i need you to listen to me yeah i'm all ears i could hear his voice trembling he was scared shitless heck who who wouldn't be scared if the robbers were fucking six eight sir do you have any place in your house where you can hide I, i guess my basement All right, sir, please go to your basement as quiet as possible and don't let them see you. Give me a second. I could hear him moving as the floor made a couple of quiet creaks. All right, I'm in. All right, sir, try to be as quiet as possible now. They might be. The sound of a loud crash pierced my ear. I knew something was wrong. The guy was in trouble. I couldn't even give him the assurance that the cops would come in time, because the roads were all snowy. Sir, sir, what was that? (sighs) They're in. They fucking broke into my house. Fuck. I've been doing this job for two years. I've never had a call like this. Most of my calls were just normal day-to-day crap. Except this. Sir, the police are on their way, and they should be at your house in two minutes. I just need you to- Shit! I think they're checking all the rooms. Sir, please stay where you are until the police arrive. Yeah, yeah, all right. Sir, is there any weapon near you? Wait, let me check. I heard him shuffle through the room, trying to make no noise. Yeah, there's a baseball bat. Alright, sir. Please try to use that to keep yourself safe in case anything happens. Yeah, okay. A few seconds passed by without us talking. I sat on my chair biting my nails until I heard a sound. I'm sorry. sir. I could hear him whimpering. probably the worst caller you had in a long time. It's like I shoved you into this situation. Sir, it's my job to do this. I know, but you probably would have had a regular night if it wasn't for me. I paused for some time. He was telling the truth. I would have had a regular Friday. I probably would have gone home in a few minutes and binged on some Netflix, but this was who I am. I save people, and I was determined to save this guy. I looked at the screen in front of me, displaying the location of the police, and the caller's details. Brody, I promise you that you're going to be safe. I hope so. Thanks for all of this no problem sir he went silent for a while i guess it was probably because the intruders were getting close to the basement they're trying to open the fucking door this was it i had no idea what to do anymore sir please stay calm try to make no noise and if they get close to you just i heard a huge thud from the caller in fuck 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 I looked over the coordinates of the police car it was at the end of the street sir please protect yourself with the bat shit they're looking through the whole basement they're gonna come my way sir hold on for a couple of seconds the cops are there the the fuck sir Their feet they're right touching the ground my heart dropped I began imagining a ghost just floating around in the basement, but my caller had to be exaggerating. Sir, please just hang on a- to- Fuck! They're coming towards me! Fuck! He began screaming, and I could hear footsteps approaching him. What's wrong with their fucking faces? Everything's pale! Sir, please calm down. I need you to stay- here. not human. The line was cut. Police arrived at his house a couple of seconds later, but there was no sign of him. However, they did find a circle shape imprinted in the lawn of the neighbor's house. My caller had been placed on the missing list, but no one that has come spotted him yet. He pretty much is deemed dead. People think the robbers killed him and hid his body, but I know what happened that night. Those things took him. Do not buy the lost Disney movie off the dark web, written by Simba the Savage 8 My daughter is obsessed with Disney. In fact, she doesn't want to be called by her real name anymore. She insists on being named after Elsa, Queen of Ice. She has all the merchandise and all the movies on DVD. And Every time Disney releases a new movie in the cinema, She insists she has to see it. Frozen? Moana? Mulan? She knows it by heart and will spoil it if you ask her. Last Christmas I was at a loss on what to give her. Encanto had just came out and not only had she watched it three times, she already had bought every single piece of merchandise that came with the movie. Surprise me, she said with a wink when I begged her for gift ideas. After weeks of racking my brain, I decided to just search the internet for the perfect gift. Before long, I came across an old video borrowing site just off the edge of the dark web. There was an old Disney DVD for sale was made in some old 2D animation, and not the new 3D state-of-the-art animation like the modern Disney films. It was advertised as, The Lost Disney Film. Something they made, but was never released. In fact, it had no official title. The website simply said, The Lost Disney Movie. Available now. It was relatively cheap too, only $25, free shipping, and it came just in time for Christmas. Elsa squealed in joy as she ripped open the wrapping paper. I thought I watched everyone, she shouted. This one's special, I winked at her. Elsa insisted on watching it the moment we finished dinner, and I obliged, running it on the old TV. The movie was nothing really special, just the same old Disney plot. A princess lives on an island her entire life, finds a handsome shipwrecked prince, falls in love, etc, etc, honestly it was the cheesiest thing I ever came across. But Elsa loved it. She wanted to watch it again, and again, and again. And again. It's bedtime, darling, I said at last, when the clock struck midnight. No, she whined, her eyes still fixated on the screen. So I yanked the plug out of the television. Elsa still hadn't moved, her eyes were still glued to the screen. I couldn't help but peek at the screen, and my heart dropped to my stomach when I realized the movie was still playing. The characters were still dancing and laughing across the island. Elsa, it's time for bed sweetie. I called out again, shakingly. This was not normal. I reminded myself to call the electrician when Christmas was over. Later, Elsa muttered without looking at me. The characters were still laughing on the screen. It was like they were laughing at me. The next morning, The movie was still on the TV. The long cord snaked across the room, the plug grinning at me, and Elsa had not moved. Her jaw was slack, and her eyes were red, and she was still as a statue. "'Elsa? Breakfast,' I said, but Elsa did not respond. I decided to stand between her and the TV set. Elsa, breakfast, I shouted. Elsa still said nothing. A dribble of saliva ran down from her open mouth. Her pupils were dilated and her face was throbbing. It had only been one night, but it was as if she had not slept for many days. Leave me alone." She gurgled sleepily. This was not normal. Nothing I did would make her stop watching the movie. Dragging her away was impossible, it was like she was glued to the damn spot. I tried throwing a blanket over it, but it caught fire and crumbled to ashes on the floor with a hiss. Finally. Desperately, I tried to smash the TV, but the hammer simply bounced off the glass. I swung the hammer again, but this time, the hammer crumbled into smithereens at my feet. The cartoon continued to play, every word a taunting reminder of my attempts. In the end, I gave up nothing worked i kept a wary eye on her as the days slipped by and then she started changing her face grew as white as a bone her skin grew translucent until i could see the inside of her her eyes were pale and bloodshot her jaw too slack She barely responded when I called her name, and she grew more interested in the film, sliding closer and closer as the days went by. And then one day, all was silent. I called Elsa's name, but she did not even grunt. Then I made the mistake of looking at the television set. And there she was, frolicking happily on the island with the characters, a blur of pixels on the screen. I screamed her name and banged on the screen, but it was like she couldn't hear me, like she was there all along. I kinda regret buying the lost movie off the internet now, especially since I lost my daughter. Too good to be true. As the saying goes, how I wish I had heeded that warning. Especially since as I pen these words, I hear my daughter's sweet voice from the television set, inviting me to watch the movie and be with her, frolicking on the island paradise, just like the old days. Should I do it? I walked with my kid at night, something tried to talk to her, written by The Dangerous. I'm writing this on Saturday, February 2022, it's currently 2am and after pacing around my living room, contemplating what to do, I've decided to write down what happened to me and my child in hopes of some explanation. I'm seriously doubting my own mind. My kid, her name's Alicia, is barely eight years old. And she loves horror just as much as her mother. Whenever something manages to frighten her or fill her with dread, she always gives off the most beautiful laugh. I hate horror but that laugh makes it worth it. Alicia and I have our own little game. We call it Night Walks, and it's just like it sounds. In the middle of the night, we go into the forest close to our home and walk around there for some time and then go back. It's perfect, because everything is so much more scary for her at night. The smallest of noises or sounds makes her jump, and then she giggles. One time, lightning struck and made her jump and scream. I had to carry her all the way home. The next day, she was having a blast, telling her mother all about it, of course leaving out the crying part. Sometimes we pass other people who are taking their dogs on a walk. She likes staring at the dark figures growing larger in the night as they approach us. Sometimes bushes rustle, and that always gets a shriek. The reason I much prefer doing this over watching a horror movie is simple. I don't really have the fear of darkness or night. I'm a large, hairy, ugly man, and when I'm out at night... I always think of myself as the potential monster that everyone is afraid of. Lately, I feel that we've done this too much because nothing seems to get a response out of her. It's almost as if she's grown more comfortable in the black of darkness than under daylight because she knows nothing bad will happen to her if her father is there. We were supposed to do it on Friday, but I'd been too tired, and I promised her we'd go on Saturday instead. I'd forgotten about it, and late at night, way past her bedtime, she asked me for a night walk. Truth be told, I didn't want to do it, but I promised, and she had no problem pointing that out. We reached the forest, the large bark trees blocked out the light coming from the moon, making the forest look a lot darker than it actually was. The path turned from concrete into dirt, there were a few lights that had been put up, but they were weak and some of them broken and not functioning. Alicia was skittish by the time we got there and she basically ran into there. Usually this would be fine, but it was too late, and the stillness and silence of it all got to me, so I ran after her, urging her to calm down. She walked, surrounded by darkness without a care in the world. She looked bored from the whole thing, whilst I was more skittish, than I usually was. My eyes wouldn't stop jumping around the forest, searching for something, but I didn't know what. Alicia's eyes were focused on something and I saw that she spotted a smaller trail, going deeper into the forest. She turned around and asked me if I could take that path. I was about to say no when she widened her eyes just like a puppy, and I couldn't help it. We walked off the path that we usually took. Only the moonlight lit up the path, but the trees blocked it at most points, only leaving faint splotches on the ground. That was enough to make our way through suddenly alicia clenched my hand i guess the darkness had finally gotten to her that pleased me more than it should have honestly it had gotten to me i knew it had because i felt the strong urge of being watched this is paranoia this is paranoia i kept repeating to myself alicia started giggling. She suddenly stopped and gasped, and then started giggling again. The giggles grew slowly louder, until she was laughing at the top of her lungs like a madman, with wide eyes and shaking hands. Honestly, I found the scene a bit disgruntling, but she seemed to be enjoying herself. What's so scary? I asked. Nothing, but he's so funny. (laughs) The word hit up against my ears like spikes, my stomach clenched, and I furrowed my eyes. What exactly was she talking about? I looked, really inspected the area around me, wondering just who she was talking about. But I couldn't spot him. This had to be a joke, I concluded. Really? What's he been saying? I said, trying to play along. He's been saying the scariest things. Like what? How he'll rip out my tongue and shove it down my eyeballs, and how good my legs are going to taste down his throat, and how his tongue is going to lick my face like a dog? And how he'll kill you, too, in front of me. Really scary, honestly. She clenched my hand. I stared at her, bewildered. She must have come up with that herself. Or was there really somebody talking to her? Could it be one of her imaginary friends? One that embodied all the horror she watched? She made a point of losing them last year, but maybe she kept one of them. Otherwise, there was something here. We're going home, I said to her, breaking her concentration with a point in the darkness, as if she was holding eye contact. He's right there, she pointed into the darkness. I looked right where she pointed, squinted my eyes, but I couldn't see anything. He's got a really big smile. The pit in my stomach grew. I grabbed her hand and we started walking back the way we came from. Alicia seemed a bit angry at this, but her jerking and pulling is nothing to my grip. That fact scared me after a while she calms down he says you smell nice i say nothing he says he wants to tickle me that comment turned my fear into rage i stopped and turned around face red that's enough tell your friend to come out she turns and looks at the darkness Can you please come out?" I look at the spot she's looking at, fully expecting nothing to happen, and for her to drop the entire gist. My stomach shot up to my chest, and my jaw clenched. A man, almost my size, with skin as pale as the moon, and dressed in a ripped up suit Walks towards us, and his hair is completely messed up, and his eyes sparkle in the moon. White as Pebble staring right at me, smiling as if he's seeing an old friend. I pulled Alicia behind me. Hey, he said. Your daughter has a delightful sense of humor. I'm warning you, you piss off, I said. Don't be mean to him." Alicia clenched my hand. He's a nice guy. I told you he wouldn't like me, he said to Alicia. People don't get us. How about this? If you take another step away from me, I'll kill you both. He held a pebble in his hand. He clenched, and when he let go, there was only dust. Alicia giggled, come here Alicia, he said, wiggling his finger. She tries to walk towards him, but I hold her back. He walked up to us, every part of me was telling me to run, and every part of me was telling me to stay with Alicia. He got on his knees, and his face was only inches away from Alicia's. His lips were blood red. Do you wanna see something scary? He said. Sure. (laughs) At once, a crack ran from the edges of his mouth out to the end of his cheekbones and his mouth spread wider and wider. Many different rows with sharp teeth showed some with bits of flesh and blood still left inside the mouth grew so wide that it surrounded alicia's head she shrieked like she'd never done and passed out his mouth snapped back into its original form he laughed whilst i stood there frozen in shock you know Usually I just rustle a bush a bit, or massage her heels. Once I even got Jack to draw lightning, and oh boy, her reaction was hilarious. (laughs) You know, we love watching her. She's a blast. Come out, guys. I looked around as the most horrifying forms came out. Forms that will fill my nightmares for the rest of my life. I fell down on my back. I thought I was the monster in the night. No way, no way. This didn't make any sense at all. He leaned in close to me. It'll be hard to top this, but we'll manage. How about this, I'll help you carry her home, and you tell her it was all one big nightmare. Sound good?